The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. Not only here, but 1700thechamp.com and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Podcast will be out there a little bit later on tonight or early tomorrow morning. We'll have to see when we get that up. But everything's up and running with the, with the, uh, we've, we've, our, our website speed bumps are, we're, we're making it through. I'm even working on getting the, uh, uh, the, the podcast loaded up somehow onto the Facebook site. I know there's a way to do it. I just got to figure out what to do. I haven't done that for a while. So, uh, but anyway, uh, do check us out at, uh, at the Hawkeye Huddle. Dot com And, of course, we'll uh, recognize our sponsors, but they're linked there as well. Uh, David. Brett. we got a long time. It just t- it just, did time start to stand still last week once they announced we were going to play? It feels like it. I, I mean, we wa- you and I watched uh, Iowa State the other day with our friends, the Cyclone friends of the Hawkeye Huddle. Had them over to the house. They had a little party for them so they could enjoy their game. We ended up enjoying the Oklahoma Kansas State game more, I think. No question. Well, it was. It <laughs> we was were more outside fun on the watch. patio watching that, and they were inside watching Iowa State and right. Texas Christian. But um, I'm jealous of people playing football right now, and things are. Caught. We're still three weekends away. There's still three weekends in between now and Hawkeye football. It's gonna. It's, it's crawling, my friend. I get it, and uh, it is. And the interesting thing about having a Hawkeye Huddle show without games to talk about, is back in the old days, uh, Brett and I would go to Media Day early August, and we would have three weeks of shows with different cuts from coaches and things of that nature. And interview, yeah, interviews interviews galore, because we would stock it up going, we got to cover three weeks, man. Right. Right? And in today's Twitterverse, <clears throat> that news is so old. There's no way to do it, right? Right. Yeah. And so you just get the pleasure of listening to us with bated breath, wanting <laughs> more to get the football team on. And, you know, I just, frankly, I just saw something Gary Barta um, uh, either released or posted or, or whatever, is that right now the first uh, first game, in first home game, which I guess would be Northwestern, family is it for the pl- player's family is going to be your attendance. He is hopeful that he can see a way that we can have real fans, if you will. Iowa State's going to have, what, 15,000, 12,000? Yeah, 15. Yep. Uh, this week, they obviously played their first game without fans. Um, and we, as we were talking before the show, the home field advantage right now in college football, which is huge, right now is completely gone. It's all messed up, right? It's, it's, yes. it's just yes. gone. Yeah. Um, home teams are uh, without fans are performing about seven to eight touchdown worse, uh, seven to eight yes. points eight, worse. Eight points worse if you don't have anybody with, with in the no stands. one in with no one in the yeah. in the stands, and about three to four points worse if there is um, fifteen thousand twenty twelve to fifteen thousand right. people. Right. So that you're amped up. They're playing Enter Sandman. They're playing Back in Black. You come down. And there's no one there. Yep. And yep. while maybe a thousand of the parents or whatever that might, however many, whether that be 500 people maybe. Yeah, probably 500 people. 500 right. people are going to make as much 
noise is absolutely possible. There are high school football games where it sounds pretty loud when you have that many people in the stands, and that's what it'll be like when Iowa plays Northwestern with that if those parents all can, are able to come remember they're well, from all over right. the country too right, right? so right. it's not even a it's and it's not like travels super easy these days here's my question actually travels and i'm not is a breeze and i'm it's not only even, if you do you want to travel right um there's nobody in the airport i'm not even going to ask this of tom because uh, tom can't god love him Tom's on the side of erring on overly cautious on all this stuff right you can just kind of tell he's trying to he's trying to maintain but he's on that side, right? I don't understand the thinking behind this at all. I don't get it. I, I don't. If you can have 500 people in there, if you if Iowa State can do it, if Kansas City's Chiefs can do it, if it can be done all over the country, if it can be done all over the country is right this, now, is, is this by why? conference though? No. Well, maybe, maybe it's a Big Ten thing. I don't know. But let me. I'm just asking. I don't understand. I'm at a point now where I just. I don't get it because it's already being done, right? And people are not dropping dead. Still not. Still not dropping dead like flies. Yes. Elderly people get this. They shouldn't go to the game, right? Elderly people are at very big. The the death rate for this, if you're under the age of 70, is .005. Don't tell Joe Biden that. Uh, hey, Because he's exposed on the upper level of it, and he also doesn't want you to know that. He didn't tell us that the other night. Point zero zero five, right? So that means you have a better chance of dying of something else, right? All I'm saying is I don't understand the thinking. You probably behind have a better chance of dying on the so way to Kinnick than you. Why do are you letting you in five? What? What's? What is the? What is? Is it? Is it because there's a greater risk or liability? Do you really care about the people of Iowa that much more than the people that than Jamie Pollard does at Iowa State? Do you, does the Big Ten really believe I, they know better Ridge, than every other? Ridge. I just don't get. The thinking okay they decided to stop before they ever started yeah okay um give the big 12 in the sec and the acc credit in this regard is that they never they just they basically flat out said we are not going to fall into this feardom and we are going to go ahead and play i i think it was florida state georgia tech which i'm pretty sure was i know it was the first game that they played I think Florida State have fans at that game. In fact, I know they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only watched, I don't know, three minutes of Florida State football. But there Tech, were, Tech had put people the other day, right? Oklahoma did, right? TCU did. I'm sorry, TCU. And, oh, Texas, oh, Tech, and Texas Tech. Oh, you did. In a, oh, you did. And look around Iowa. I mean, this is Iowa, right? This is where the game oh, would is, be played, this right? This is clearly where we are. This is clearly where we are. Look around. I've been to two high school football games. Guess what? A couple thousand people in the stand. Ah, okay, maybe five, six hundred. I don't know. Parents, right? But the stands are full in pods. People are sitting together in little pods doing their job. You're wearing masks into the stadium whether you want to or not. You just do it, and everything is good. You sit down, you take the mask off, and you talk to your buddies, and you watch the football game, and you cheer and you yell, and it's happening. And guess what? It should be noted that you and I are perfect social distance right now. We seven, are seven feet away from one another. So I've got, did you watch? You don't watch South Park, do you? No. Their pandemic special last night. The only thing there were a number of hand funny things. Okay, but the funniest whatever. thing. No, the funniest thing is Cartman carried around a six foot stick <laughs> that he would hold. He was keeping people socially distanced from himself with a stick and said six on it, and he just it was, it was, it was kind of funny, right? Anyway. 
I, I'm just saying, I, we're doing it here in Iowa, right? High school football is happening. We've well, done it with baseball. Brett, it's going to happen. Brett, I just don't let understand. Let them play a game. Why? Why do we even start? Why do we even start with 500 people? Good lord! Why do we just start with parents? Why don't we start with everybody? Let's just play. Let's do it. The SEC did it. The Big Twelve. Uh, Big Twelve's figured let it out. Them Let's pl- do let it. Let them play a game, and then let them go and say, "Okay," because obviously they're they're far more concerned about the players getting it from one another due to the lack of social distancing. Hey, look at the Titans. They had a uh, they had a can't. Titans knew on Saturday they had guys with COVID and let them play. Somehow the Vikings didn't get it, so that's. Well, right, it, but, I right. guess you'd have to tackle someone in order to get it. <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. Maybe. Um, well, I suppose if you're getting tackled, although that wasn't a bad game. They're I mean, literally down to th- three. Anyway, uh, it, it, you're right. It's an excellent point. But you're right. The Titans had a couple of them, so they had four guys, right? Well, and now it's five. And they, right, so they've shut themselves down, postponed their game. I got it, right? Uh, we but, just went through We went through Major League Baseball. We're, we're through it, right? Almost. Right. Into the postseason. Uh, the hockey teams have figured out how to. Of course, that was a bubble thing, right? That NBA well was there, a bubble, right? I, I'm just saying. I think, I think we've figured out a number of things here, and the Big Ten now is literally holding. Uh, the Big Ten is literally just. I feel like they're just being stubborn. <laughs> I don't feel like there's any science there other than Brett, going, we're just woke, not gonna. Okay, Kevin Warren is of. He is a woke person. He is guarded in an extraordinary measure. Do you want to know the greatest place you could social distance? The Big Ten is either first or second every year in attendance, right? Because the stadiums are huge. If you had yep. Yep. five or 10,000 people in, if you had 12,000 people in Kinnick, which is roughly 20% full, give or, I mean, it's not even. They could spread out in such a fashion that, I mean, you, you, you wouldn't have half, you know, uh, half I a know. dozen people <clears throat> per I section. Know. I know. Imagine doing that at Ohio State. Imagine doing that at I Penn know. State. Imagine doing that at the Big House in Michigan. And in every other stadium with the exception of Illinois, which they social distance whether uh, they're allowing fans in or not. Northwestern, basically, unless Iowa's playing them or Nebraska, they have complete and utter social distancing under normal circumstances. What the hell's the difference? I get what you're saying, but they have to play a game first so they can go, okay, we did this. We pulled it off. Nobody's sick. Nobody's dying. Um, no one's testing positive. Now we can start to allow fans in. I, I think it's going to take two weeks. They're going to play the first two weeks, and then they're going to start letting people in. I think they're going to wait till November 14th. Why? Elections on November 9th. It's actually November 3rd, but whatever. No, you're right. November. They're going to wait till November 7th. That shows where I am. They're going to wait till November 7th. Well, we might not know till November right. 9th. No, um, right. It may, it may be. I'm, I'm not kidding you, right? I really feel. I mean, I. The, what you're saying, I get the idea of. Okay, so you you play a game to see how things go. Except for the fact that the rest so of that, co- that's after two weeks. But the rest of college football has been playing for six weeks with fans in the stands. 
what do you – I mean, is it going to be different? Is it different in the Big Ten? I don't know, man. Yeah, I know. I, I just, mean, you're, you just, this, you're bitching about something that is not even remotely close to being able to be fixed. This is my radio show. I can complain about whatever uh, I want. It's your 49% <laughs> of your radio okay. show. I, no. I, can, I can bitch it's, about whatever I want. It should be noted it's 50-50. Right. Uh, we don't have game times yet uh, for any of the football schedule. However, uh, Barry Barta did say about an hour ago that the basketball schedule should be finalized in the next couple of days. And we'll find out where Iowa is going to be playing basketball and when and against whom. So that will be really cool. I heard uh, Andy Katz today, uh, if nothing else, wishing for North Carolina to come to Iowa City for the Big Ten ACC challenge. So is Carolina supposed to have a team this year? I don't I even really look to see. Well, I, they must be. It must well, be. They, they still play basketball. Well, Roy I, wins. No, but I'm coach. just saying. Yes. They weren't very good last year. They weren't very good to start the year. Yeah, it's true. They came along. ACC was only going to get four teams in the tournament last year. It was like, and this year, suddenly they're going to have seven or eight again. I mean, they're, you know, young guys grow up, right? You got Virginia. You got Duke. Yeah. Certainly, Certainly Duke, Duke is, is Duke. Carolina. Yeah. Probably Louisville. Yeah. Louisville's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Did you see Chris Mack go off on Coach Cal? No. Oh, my gosh. You need to read your Twitter feed a little bit more. I do. I don't have that one on there. I did block a couple guys because I was tired of, of sports guys giving me political takes. I really don't. I, I Listen. Um, you don't have to block him. You just don't listen to no, him. No. After a while, Rex Chapman, was, I was done. Oh. I was done. I get and it. I think, you know, and, I, and, and, and for that matter. Just um, unfollow. Um, for that matter, um, you know, I've been a fan of Hawkeye Nation a long time. John Miller's a friend of mine. Rob Howe, I'm done. Can't take ah. it. I'm done. I, no, I'll, I'll go read their articles and stuff. Guess what? I don't need to hear what he has to say on Twitter because I don't care about his political opinion. And it's literally every other thing he sends out. So I'm just done with that. I, I don't need it, right? I, 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 I might agree. I might disagree. One, from time one to time. thing our friend, our friend uh, Tom Tom's Gaker, very good about not doing that, He doesn't right? do any of it. And, and I think, like I say, I think we know which way he leans, but... He's very good about keeping his sports takes to his sports takes. And by the way, I don't know if people have noticed, but so are you and I, right? We're trying on the on our Twitter and our Facebook and all this stuff. You can clearly tell we we kind of come down on one side from our show here, but we also we're also trying to to keep this. And so when guys let that leak in, and unfortunately, I've had to unfollow a number of guys on Twitter because. I just really don't care I'm what sure you think. I'm sure that, they, that yeah. they are really, really. No, sad. I know. I'm just saying when you say I need to do this, no, I don't. Well, I'll I, find it on ESPN. So you know, somewhere well, or whatever. You know, and all I'm saying is yeah. that Chris Mack tore Coach Cal a new one because he wouldn't play them, and then he went and scheduled Notre Dame to play in the day they were supposed to play Louisville. Oh, really? Because they were supposed to play Louisville in the Yum Center or whatever yeah. it's called there. Yum and, Brands. It's Yum Brands. Yes. And uh, could, you know, whatever Coach Cal wants. I don't know. It was pretty. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, and it reminded me of the Gene Cady, Bobby Knight. You always knew that they had deep respect oh. for one another, but they would clearly <laughs> yes. promote a fact where they they didn't like they each didn't other. like right. each other right. absolutely. Um, and now they're now they're of course they're pals because once you once you reach a certain age, you just say eh, whatever, you know. Um. You know, related to basketball, it relates to football a little bit. So, some of the one of the few newsworthy things this week out of football is is today Iowa announced they're going to have a, a John Hayden Fry patch on there. I wish they would have really just put Hayden. Yeah, I know, I know. JHF is kind of, but I, I would have too. I would have done Hayden because we know all know who it is, right? Right. Um, 
Except for but, Hayden Fox. And, well, yeah. <laughs> but, but I look, I think about, um, so, you know, clearly this is a year to honor Hayden Fry as he passed away at the end of, of, of last year. And uh, there's, it's a great year for that. But Lute Olson, how does he go down? I mean, obviously he went to Arizona, won a national championship, and, and did some incredible things down there. Well, and there was, was a whole. He was the last coach to, to take Iowa to a Final Four. Right. Do you honor that in some way? I mean, and and what the story? I think you'd have to ask Fran. He's going to have the last say on that. It's an interesting thing because there have been some great Iowa coaches. And he left, right? He left. But he was the last one to take Iowa to the Final Four. And by the way, those were really good basketball teams those last few years. Um, and did you did you read somewhere? Last Hopefully, few weeks? we may actually have Bobby Hanson uh, speaking of that Final Four team That'd on, be on this season. Yeah, somewhere there was a deal uh, where I was reading about Lute Olson. They lost to Villanova in that last second basket in his last game. He went on vacation to Arizona, and that's when he got he got the bug to go there. If they'd have won that game, he wouldn't have gone. I, I read that. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle, 1700. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700. The Champ, real sports talk for real sports fans. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you here. We're at the Foundry in West Des Moines. They are doing their uh, big reopening event on October 10th. I believe that's right. Horseshoes, hand grenades, and whiskey. And all kinds of What could go wrong with that? big field right outside of here, so... Uh, you know, if you want to check that out, uh, um, get on the HawkeyeHuddle.com. Click on the link to the Foundry, and you'll find out about their uh, reopening event. We will be uh, able to host you here in a couple of weeks after that. They're currently not receiving, right? They're selling, but they're not receiving here in the uh, – is this a tasting room? Is that what you'd call this? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would call this the lounge. The lounge. Uh, but they, but they will be, and you'll be able to join us uh, here uh, starting on uh, on the. I guess that would put us on what the fourteenth. My dates are, but right after this, so the tenth Saturday. So 11, what, what, 12, what's 30, what's the date today? Yeah. One fifteenth. Fifteenth. Yeah, yes. Um, on the fourteenth or fifteenth, whatever Thursday that is, we'll be in here, and uh, you can come in and say hi and uh, listen to the Hawkeye Huddle, and have some of the the great spirits that are distilled here. And let me tell you, so I've been sampling the rum. <laughs> it's fabulous. I mean, it's high-quality stuff, and I'm about to have a little bit of the, of the Butcher Block Vodka as well. Uh, it's good stuff. And, and, of course, if you want, they will make you a deal on a full barrel where you actually go ahead and you do a little recipe thing with Get your with friends. Them, right? And you put it together, and it ages. You get a little bit of it in like six, eight months because you get a little tiny cask of it uh, to let you know how it's going. But the whole barrel takes like three years. It right. does. It's an investment. It's an investment. But but we're looking at all the businesses up here on the wall that have them uh, and all Potential the groups. sponsors of the Hawkeye yes. House. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's the Private Barrel Club. But um, they they it, it's really a neat thing if you want to do that. So right. that's something to think about. On top of that, the uh, what is it? The 10-year corn uh, whiskey is available as well. And their new Boulevard whiskey that they're working with, Boulevard Brewery down in Kansas City. That should be coming any Probably as soon as they're open. Right. So anyway, good hey, stuff going good on. Good news here. on the sponsor front. We have a new sponsor, AM Plumbing. AM PM Plumbing, excuse me. Five one five three two seven zero zero seven three. Plumbing installation, repairs. Brian has been to my house twice. Not that I have plumbing issues. <laughs> Um, but I tell you, they, been, you've been a little hard on Whitey lately, huh? Oh my goodness. No, it wasn't so much that. It was uh, obviously I got a pool issue, and then I had some other stuff. Anyway, okay, ten uh, percent off for veterans and senior citizens. 
They're twenty-four seven, and they don't charge extra charges for emergency calls. That is a e- toilet term, right? So yes. Anyway, yes. Anyway, so uh, we'll have more. More. We'll learn more about them uh, in the coming weeks. But we're glad to have Brian and AMPM Plumbing down here in the junction. Nice. We'll talk about a couple. G Migs, of course. Right. Right. Well. Well. G Migs, of course, and uh, we're looking forward to getting back over there and having and, uh, and, and Stonehawker Realty. And we'll get to them after right. a bit. We'll talk. About we're waiting. We're waiting for Tom. In fact, is Tom on the line with us? Uh-huh. We're getting a message. We were at, is it? Wait. I'm, Tom had no, a very he's quick, not. Tom had a very, Tom Caker of CalcagreReport.com had a very quick errand to run, which will allow to happen while we're, <laughs> maybe we'll end up catching him in the last segment. Hey, you know, jeez, uh, we went on the air at 6. We need to check out. Did Peyton Sanford of uh, Waukee announce while we've been on the air where he's going to college? I don't know. Because, uh, you know, of course, um, Peyton Sanford, the, the, uh, uh, I guess three and four star, depending on what uh, service you've got. He's the wingman out there at. Uh, he's the wingman for Goose or uh, for Maverick. <laughs> out there for Waukee, uh, he was deciding, uh, going to announce tonight where he was going to go to college. Between Iowa, Stanford, Drake, I, I believe those are like the last the the the, the ones that we really were thinking about. Well, the Drake coach is going to get his own kid, isn't he? Or is he is he going to pull a McDermott? Well. Yeah. Kids, kids, good, you know. So who knows? Probably, and that would be why he would go to Drake. Cause apparently, they're uh, uh, the well, their best pals. Uh, is it Tucker DeVries? Tucker yes. DeVries, their best pals, and they are talking about you know maybe they're making me. Drake can be something. We've seen it, right? It can be a great thing for this city, and if they get a couple of uh, players of that caliber, they very well could be. Um, obviously, Stanford's a great opportunity for somebody to go educationally, and of course, you, you know he's he, the the Stanford kid is a, is a fan of Iowa and has been uh, Iowa has been with him longer than everybody else. So uh, we're going to see where that happens. Announcing at six o'clock is what I thought, but I don't see it right now on HawkeyeReport.com. So we'll see what happens here in, in the next. Few few minutes tom will probably be able to tell us as soon as he gets on the phone very good we hope we hope um speaking of recruits so arlen bruce the wide receiver who transferred into ankeny uh to try to play this fall and then was denied was the only one that was ineligible and then they suddenly made all these other kids ineligible he is now eligible because a court overruled the iowa high school athletic association this afternoon he gets to play this upcoming week and i would assume that means that the other kids who were told they couldn't play are going to be able to play as well and the iowa high school athletic association i know they're trying but they're going to have to rewrite the rule book probably because things didn't work out very well but well, I don't honestly at this it, point why is the valley kid not eligible he will be I, I don't either. I, I mean, I, I really, I, I really don't know. I don't quite get it. But I think it's. I, I think now what's going to happen is they're all going to be become eligible to play, uh, unless there's some really truly kind of crazy way that they transferred. We're going to have Tom Kicker during the last segment. Okay, he's <laughs> he's picking up his pizza. He'll or, be home in a little bit. Whatever, it's good. I'd much it. rather remember the. He's done a couple of them from his soccer games and stuff like that. It's really hard to do. It's better if he gets to a good spot. Right. Anyway, so um, I, 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 at this point, I'm excited to see some of these kids who uh, are obviously going to come, come to play college football at Iowa next year, theoretically, God willing, and knock on whatever, uh, to get them a chance to play, right? Right. And the, the Bruce kid has been here for now a little over six weeks or so or eight weeks and hasn't played in the first, what, four games now or five games. How far are they into the high school? I think they five, have. I think, I think they have in. two weeks, and they got the playoffs. I mean, that's how fast this is going. But having him back, Ankeny's good already. 
Ankeny's good. Getting He's, getting him back uh, with is it uh, Tory Brecht, Brody, Brody Brecht, Tory Brecht's uh, the, Tuesdays yeah, with Tuesdays Torby's. Tor- sorry, Brody Brecht. I get I get that's some more rum. Nice. Anyway, yeah, anyway, um, why is it always the rum? <laughs> yes, uh, you're right, Brody Brecht. Right. Yeah. So you got him. And how how are you going to defend that? Well, especially so Brody Brecht has 20 catches on the year. They've only targeted him like I don't know. 20, 23, 24 times, right? He has 20 catches on the year, seven of them for touchdowns. That's a good about, ratio. He, he, He's a, Chris Carter. All he does yeah, is catch touchdowns. That's, that's How about the the, uh, the dude for Tampa last week, Evans, Tampa Bay Bucks, two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> that is what you that's call a stat a, line, isn't that, it? That's like a fullback line. Two rushes, two yards, two touchdowns. Um. So, anyway. That's a stat line. You know, but uh, Ankeny's going to be really, really tough. And there's no question that, that it's exciting. Uh, boy, it would be nice if Iowa could get in on these Southeast polka hits. Hey, what? Uh, Sanford's uh, commitment, by the way, is at 7 p.m. tonight. I thought it was at 6. He <sighs> said 6 earlier today. Uh, it would be. I mean, obviously, the, 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 as Tom told us last week, the kids, the, the kids from Southeast Polk are uh, clearly Division One athletes. Power five athletes and, and maybe some of the best that have come out of Iowa in quite some time. And, you know, we'll see. And for football this year, the only guy left is is the uh, the tight end out of Nebraska, Carney, not, not Carney, the, Nebraska. Not but his last name is Carney. And and uh, right now, it seems like it's literally Nebraska hasn't offered because they got Thomas Fedone. So it's Iowa and Kansas, I think. So it looks like they're probably going to get him. He's uh, he looks like he did. He go to Noah Fans High School. He that sounds right. And it sound, and what I've seen is, is you know, it's one of those guys again that Iowa identifies. It's sort of under the radar, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll just slow play that kid and see if we need if we need him." They probably would have gone ahead and offered him anyway, but now he's a priority, right? Because they didn't get either one of the tight end prospects that they wanted to get, and then after that, they'll probably be done. Right? Where, where'd the kid from Illinois end up going? Uh, the the lineman? No, the when they're a stud tight end from Illinois. Oh, he went south. I believe he went south. Ah, uh, yeah, not so, down the tubes, but somewhere in the. Yes, he's. I believe he's in the in the southeastern conference. All right, I think I could be right about that. Um, you know, regardless, in let's go back to the conversation we were having about watching college football on Saturday. It does suck that the Hawks aren't playing, and believe me, by October twenty fourth, the pent up energy of Hawkeye Nation is going to be incredible. To to watch our football team go out there and and play at Purdue, which is going to be formidable with more back in those things. And Jeff Brom's got a real thing with going with Kirk Ferentz, and Kirk hasn't. Phil Parker's got to figure that out. Defensively, Iowa has struggled against them. If I'm not mistaken, didn't we have not gone into this? So oh, we have not gone into this. I don't want. To, didn't Oja Moody get pulled and they put in Riley Moss as yes, a freshman? Right. And, yeah, and then he got beat too, because because they went deep on Oja Moody twice at the beginning of the second half. Iowa was ahead at halftime. Right. They got two long passes right. scored. Then they put Riley Moss in, scored on him too. Iowa lost that game. Shouldn't have lost that game. Um, also going for two at at the wrong time. All right. So also going for two at the wrong time. Uh, big news. For Iowa, though, this week in terms of who's going to play is Jimon Colbert decided he's going to opt out. Right. Probably because he's still kind of – he had that shoulder surgery and then there's some other 
possible things with the COVID, obviously. So if you opt so out, is it, is it a red shirt or is it just a, a free no, year? It's a free year. So what the, I was going to say, so what that, so what we're looking at now is a lot of these guys are getting completely free years, right? So um, Rashad Bateman back in, even though he signed with an agent from the kid from Minnesota, right? Signed with an agent. The NCAA said, ah, oh, it's all right, you know. Well, so they've been doing it for years down uh, down I south. I know what they've been doing down south. And of course, Rondell Moore um, is back in. Um, the Parsons kid, the linebacker for Penn State, not he's yet. Out. He's not. He's not playing. I believe. Yes, I. I think he is completely opted. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's out. But Jaimon Colbert, a kid that could have been, could be starting for Iowa. Oh, he would be. Probably. He would. Uh, they like Jack Campbell an awful lot. I so get it. Campbell, but, but, Neiman are still going to be, and then it was going to be Jaimon Colbert and, and, uh, and of course, uh, of, Dylan Doyle, right, who well, you know, played for Baylor the other night. Looked okay. I don't think he looked like a stud, but obviously it's his first real playing experience, so who knows what will go for there. But Jack Campbell is the guy that they're super fired up on, and maybe that was – Maybe that's something. But Jamin Colbert still says he's planning on coming back next year. He's just not going to play this year. Right. So we'll see. Uh, you know, uh, he pl- had some good games, and he had a couple. He looked lost it last year. But, you know, linebackers, linebacker is deceptively the if, toughest position for the Iowa on the Iowa defense based on you got to plug holes, you got to cover passes. It's really, really difficult. Well, and if they go with this 5-2-5 or four, two, five, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, that's right. Four, four two something four, cash. Four two five with the right. cash position, yeah. which probably would be Belton. I would it's guess. It's probably Belton unless they decide he's got to move back to a natural position in safety, and they've got somebody else they can plug in there. But, but right now it's probably Belton, and, right? and he know, played great there at the and, last year. And, and yeah. this time off certainly hasn't hurt Jack Kerner and his recuperation from no. that horrible incident down in the Ozarks, and you know. I think Iowa's defense could be pretty good, assuming we can get the guys in the middle who can stuff the run and and be run pluggers there at tackle. I think we're going to be fine on the ends. So uh, I mean, you're not going to have AJ, obviously. No, but uh, Wagner here from from Dowling uh, is is going to be the fine. kid from Ames. Uh, and and obviously Evans uh, is yeah. a pass rusher, right? And I, I'll tell you what. So we were talking. Lorbeck is so. There's two transfers from Northern Illinois, right? Uh, in the middle is Heflin, Jack Heflin, right? He's either going to start or be in the rotation of four in the middle, those those two tackles. And Matt Lorbeck is the kid. He's not a linebacker. He's, in, he's a defensive end, the other kid. And he probably would have redshirted based on needing a little more time to play at this level, uh, moving up from – because he was good but could have used a little more time, wanted to, to bulk up, use the Iowa weight room and all that. Right. He gets a free year. So he's gonna he can play the whole year. They'll throw him in there. You're, don't forget about him. He's he not, gets a free year. What's that mean? He's he would have been a senior this year, so he wouldn't have played. He probably would have redshirted. So you have one more year. Now he gets to play all year, and then he gets to play next year too. So I mean, regardless if he's what going he, to school or is not, is he on the Andrew Ridge um, eligibility program? <laughs> he is nine he years is. of college. <laughs> Should be noted until next year, Andrew is still within his his four year. Uh, four He's year within his window. He's so in, within his five window. And f- yeah. Five and four. We're we're going to see how it's a race to see who graduates between him and Matt Creighton. Right? Exactly, Matt, Matthew Creighton's <laughs> the only fourth year junior college guy I know. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> that's not true. Which by is the way. so funny because we've been doing this show long enough that they were four when we started. This, Three or right? four or something yeah, like they that. They were running around the old legends, right? Uh, yep. going over. Were they playing Golden Tee? They were playing some video game. No, they were, but usually they were throwing the pool balls. They were, they were, it was it was it was something. But um, any anyway, so 
that is an advantage for some of these guys, obviously, is that they may have redshirted or may not have played. But if you play this year, it doesn't count. It just doesn't count. And that's an interesting thing to look at. Is that for at. everyone or just yep. the transfers? Straight up everybody. just doesn't count. It's an extra year. It's a dead year. You just get it. It's an asterisk? <laughs> it is. So, you know, it's much... That's insane. Well, I did not know that. Remember, they were, they already had the four-game rule, right? Which is, if you haven't redshirted yet, right. you're, you could play four games, which is you know, a third of the year. You could play four games and, and still redshirt. Well, now they're basically... So I was going to have nine games and then, of course, bowl eligibility. <laughs> well, it's you know, Tom said last week he still thinks they're going to play the bowl games. We'll see. You know, actually, to, uh, um, if ESPN's paying for it, why wouldn't they play? Right, Stewart. I think it's Stewart Mandel, one of those bold dudes who, who puts out projections. Has Iowa going back to Arizona to play? Maybe Missouri, maybe Mizzou. I don't down know. in uh, Tempe. Either that or Tucson. One of those two. We let maybe, people in. Maybe, I mean, I maybe be, not. I might be desperate enough maybe, to watch. By maybe then, not know? in Tempe. Maybe the one at the bank. Do they still do it at the bank? Or I don't at think the they Bob. do it. I don't think they do it at the Bob anymore. I know what you're talking about. I don't think they do it at the Bob anymore. Maybe you know. Once they walk down that aisle, they never do the Bob again. Who knows? <laughs> it's just something. I don't get it. Anyway, <laughs> um, it'll it'll be really interesting to see what that I mean, bowl we game, still, Well, you have Fiesta Bowl, and then you have the uh, yeah, Insight Bowl, right? And, and I think the Insight Bowl was for a while at. at well, the one I went to that I know was again the, Missouri was at the Insight. Uh, it was at, it was at Tempe a, right? a, ASU, right? And right, and now the Fiesta Bowl's at uh, where the well, play, right, right, right. So, which is, you know, well, it's all in the same sort of. It's really not very far apart right down there. But anyway. No, it's actually quite quite. No. Oh, the, I'm sorry. Gl- bank, Glen, one, bank one bar. Glendale to downtown. Right. I mean, that's yeah. 35 no, miles. No, but Tempe's not. No, Tempe's, Tempe's uh, right there. halfway there. Yeah, yeah it's, right. It's, not, it's pretty close. So anyway, we'll see. You know, it'll be interesting to see who plays, what games are held. I and mean, we're going to find out a little bit more once the dates come up. And, yeah, I guess we're still waiting to see how all this rolls. Well, right? you know, but, what's, re- what's really interesting isn't the – Big Ten Championship, this ninth game where they're going to match, you know, yes. Rutgers and Illinois uh, or whatever it is. Isn't that the 19th of December? It's right before they, ch- yes. It's Which right is usually Christmas. the very first uh, bowl, bowl weekend. Game. Right. So somebody's, somebody's going to be waiting, right? Well, the quick lane bowl's not going to know who they get until, the, like, three days before. One, yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll grab Tom Caker to HawkeyeReport.com. We come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700. The Champ, real sports talk for real sports fans. And as the true radio professionals that we are, our curveballs are thrown at us so we can just knock them right out of the park, right? We're back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. Tom Caker, unable to join us here Unfortunately, so uh, it's all good. I mean, good. He, what's he missed? Once Tw- in 17 years. What yeah. do we do? I, I feel like uh, on, on Anchorman when he's read, just reading the, just reading the, just reading the prompter, right? Or Joe Biden, right? Reading the prompter, and when it goes bad, you're screwed, right? No, we're good. Uh, we'll grab Tom, Tom Caker next week. And we'll find out about Peyton Sanford here at the top of the hour. I wish we'd uh, maybe get a little more insight on that. The other thing we're going to find out from Tom, you and I are considering for the first time ever. In the history of the huddle. We typically, those who know us, go to the games. We buy our tickets and go. 
partially because you and I enjoy, I don't know, tailgate. A, a little bit of tailgating beforehand. You don't really get to do that when you're part of the media. You get to eat, but that's about Presumably. it. Right. You're supposed to be pretty calm in there. There's no quiet, cheering, in the, there's there's no no cheering in the press box unless you're right. at Nebraska. We're considering going. We want to know if the, he thinks there's still be a buffet. We'll find out. Oakland beat, Either, Oakland beat the White Sox. And they're out. And by the way, my foundry last call last week of the Cubs being out could have happened. But they got postponed today. So I won't be right on that, but we'll see. Boy, they're just it's they're a shell of who they could be with it with their hitting, right? I just don't it's, I just don't understand why they can't hit. Uh, Baez yesterday had a ball thrown right down the middle to him that he hits out of the park every time. He just they just can't. Anyway, it's it's disappointing. We'll see. Maybe they get hot in the next few days, and boom, the whole thing turns around. But uh, obviously, that's uh, it's, it's wishful thinking. We'll see what happens. It's too bad the Sox are out. They have you know the short series thing is kind of goofy. Hey man, anything can happen in a short series. Uh, I know. Obviously, you got to win two games. That's it. Uh, by the way, I want to thank our great sponsors. Uh, we already uh, oh, recognized our, our AMPM Plumbing. As our new uh, sponsor today, and of course, uh, we haven't really talked too much about uh, about Remax and Stonehawker Realty, Remax Concepts. But uh, I want you to go out there and check them out at dsmrealestate.com, dsmrealestate.com. Doug uh, and and his uh, his uncle Ralph, who uh, has finally retired, my realtors really for five different houses over a twenty five year period. And there's a reason why I continue to use them. I'm telling you, I wasn't going to move. I wasn't going to move. And we did. And we got it done. And we, not only did we move, we sold our house and moved in six weeks, folks. So uh, check out Doug uh, and, and everything he can do the for you. The hard part of that was not the real estate. It was his packing. Uh, I, I got that done. Damn near killed myself I have doing breaking, it, but I got it done. I have breaking so, news. Check him out. Uh, by the way, uh, we're doing links off the HawkeyeHuddle.com. That's the HawkeyeHuddle.com. You can check that out. And uh, and we need to do a home block of the week. But go ahead. You do your bre- breaking news. Alan Lazard has gone undergone core muscle surgery. And it will be out indefinitely for the Packers. The only reason this, well, there's the, the, end of my the, the only reason this matters to me is, is that... Um, I might as well put in Jamison Crowder for the week, huh? Is that I beat Brett last week in our fantasy football. And uh, Alan Lazard was a detriment. But Alan Lazard is a great, great young man. I had the privilege of coaching him when he was 12 years old in the Urbandale Little League. And he was incredible. And uh, I wish him a speedy recovery. And I sure, sure hope that he's able to come back this season because he was off to a great start. He had like four, 14 or 16 catches. He was on pace, on pace for 10 touchdowns, like 70 catches in like 1,000 yards or, or, or more. I moved up in our draft, remember? I, that was another reach, right? And I, we, we did it weird this year where we were all in line. I was, in, I was down on, in Branson on vacation instead of with you guys. By the way, no one cares about fantasy football. It's the most boring uh, topic on the radio. I know. I'm just saying, good for that. I mean, I looked at him and thought, that guy's going to be something for the Packers, right? And he certainly has been. Yeah, good luck to him. I hope that he. Uh, I hope that he recovers quickly. Not only just for me, but for his sake. And as you said, as a great kid. How about for him first? And that's the, what you, I'm saying. You, I'm and the, do, you and the I'm thousands saying, of other fantasy football owners. I'm have saying happened. it's got nothing to do with me. That's uh, that's a kid that we can be proud of here from uh, from Urbandale. So, uh, absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, 
our Remax Stonehawker Realtor loan uh, lock of the week. By the way, last week we were good. We got Missouri. They ended up <laughs> – they were down 25 at halftime, and they lost by 25. They I, beat the number, right? I told you. you pe- I know that was a Alabama good one. Alabama in the first half. That's right. And it, it was a good one. What do you got for this week? Oh boy! What have you looked? What have you? What do you? What I, I, what thought, you I, was, I, I was waiting for my foundry last call because I I was just thinking about this a few moments ago. I haven't thought about the home team of the week, so let's go with Iowa State as the home team of the week. Oklahoma coming in, possible look ahead factor uh, to the Red River Shootout next week. They lost last week. They're a little down. Maybe they feel like they're. I don't think Oklahoma's as good as we all thought. The quarterback. Now, who are the last three Oklahoma quarterbacks? Didn't they all win the Heisman? Yeah. Like yeah. Baker. Uh, uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray and Josh Heupel, right? Well, I just Heupel was a while back, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, but, but it, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield both won the Heisman Trophy, and they're both Oklahoma quarterbacks. And, yes. and so this this uh, new guy, and I can't. He's got like a snake name or something, Rattler. Yes. And uh, anyway, he's not them yet. He's got a good arm, whatever. Oklahoma's defense in, in very good. Take the points with Iowa State. I, I remember I said a couple weeks ago I didn't think. They look – I will tell – I'll give you this. They certainly looked like a different football team the other day in a lot of different respects. So You don't let's go give Iowa State three weeks to prepare for TCU <laughs> without know, any – I know. <laughs> It'd be fun. So that's it. That let's let's go for that. We're rooting for Iowa State this week against Oklahoma as our Stonehawker Realty just to cover, uh, just to cover We're Stonehawker Realty uh, a home lock of the week, home special of the week, and we we got one last week, and uh, we we missed out with North Texas. They did not cover against SMU, but they did wear the Hayden Fry helmet, so that was kind of cool. Any, anyway, right? So we'll figure out about our now about our foundry last call in just a little bit uh, as to where you're, you're going to. You're going to have to make where, me dig a little. Where deeper. are you going to Where are you going to go with that? Well, I'll figure something out. <laughs> That's a good. Uh, I've got a few moments. <laughs> you, you've got a few. Start Start working on on that a little bit. Right. right. So uh, as we prepare for the Iowa basketball season, did you read the article? Um, by Jordan Cal- Bohannon? Yeah, was that Lisa Cal that Yeah, that, that, that was a great, that was, uh, So Jordan Bohannon, a nice interview with Chad Lisa Cal, the Des Moines Register. Uh, you know, Jordan Bohannon's old enough now. He's not pulling any punches, right? I, he gives zero, if you know what I mean. And I don't blame him. He, he two hip surgeries, um, dropped the shoes at Hilton auctioned him off and people were giving him grief for that. George, this literally is the last dance. We, what ESPN did for the Bulls in that last year. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting. Somebody needs to do this in Iowa City this yeah. year and document this as... It would be it, it, based on the not, bubble thing. and Not was, Fran's last dance, just this, the last this dance. group. Because right? Jordan and Luca and Joe... And Connor, and together and they've they've been buddies together now for three or four years, and they're, they've been together. This is going to be the last dance of this group together. You're right, and who knows? So obviously Luca's gone, and uh, Jordan's gone. It's going to be a different, completely different looking team after Luka's that. Luca's going to go to the NBA. And, and Jordan's going to go work well, for probably uh, declare this year. Don't you think? 
It, assuming he has a decent year, yes. Yeah, he probably will. Even though so he's a junior, but he probably will. So, um, no, it was a great article because he's very candid about a lot of things. The one thing that, that, that from a from a from just a pure basketball standpoint that stands out is he's like, look, people noticed that I wasn't playing as well last year. He's like, I was still on one leg. And he said, and even that one leg, so he had, a, he had surgery on the one that was only rehabilitated, and the other one was killing him because it had the same issue. He's like... I had one good leg, and that leg was still weak. He said, I wasn't myself. I played. I made some shots. And he said, I was also 190 pounds instead of 170 where I like to sit. I'm back to 170. And they asked, uh, Chad asked him um, about his shot. And he said, it's like riding a bike. Once I got healthy, it's back, baby. So uh, let's think about, I mean, it, it is something to think about from a, from a standpoint of, yes, they've got to, they've, they've got to play defense. That's the challenge of, of Fran McCaffrey teams right now. They haven't been great. But uh, you're going to have a, a shooting a team that can shoot lights out from from the three-point line. It's going to be an and then dump it inside to the incredibly to a monster hard inside. Yes. team to defend. Yes. Offensive, if Iowa can get nine stops a game, four each, four each half, which equals nine, this is the kind of math that you can only get on the Hawkeye huddle. Nice. If you can get, call it 10 stops a game, five key ones in the first half, five key ones in the second half, they're going to be really, really good. I mean, yeah, we yeah. all have high expectations. But you want to know what I love and what I think Jordan said in that, in that uh, interview is that the highest expectations are in the locker room. Absolutely. They they actually were disappointed with what they did last year, right? They felt like they should have won more games, and they were certainly disappointed they didn't get a chance to play in the Big Ten tournament and go further there than Fran has ever gone and a chance to go to the NCAA tournament because they felt like they could do more. You're right. The highest expectations right now are those kids. And you know what? Rightfully so. I mean – the limitations right now are usually you go in and you're like, well, you got to hope you fill in here and you fill in there. Tell you what, the, the fill-ins right now are Jack Nungy and and Patrick McCaffrey. And if you've, Joe Toussaint. We saw Joe, right, we saw Joe Toussaint last year. Typically the biggest leap forward is between your freshman and sophomore year. And um, both Patrick and Jack look like they put on muscle. Patrick had to, right? <laughs> Jack needed to anyway. And Jack was the guy they said coming out of, you know, into, into the season last year had dominated in practice, and then he tore his knee up, right? So let's imagine that he can either be Ryan Creener or better, probably a little better because he's probably got a little more range. Uh, and then you had Patrick McCaffrey in there as a guy who's probably a little bit different than what you had filling in or around uh, the rest of him last year. Stone Cold C.J. Frederick. Healthy again, right? Wouldn't and it be fun if he could actually drink a Coors Light after every time Stone he makes Cold, one? I know. Well, listen, I, nobody else called that, but I, I, after it was a Texas Tech game last year when he hit like four in a row, and they were down, and all of a sudden they were that up. That was in Vegas, like, right? Yeah, and I was like, that man is stone cold. He just doesn't, and he doesn't care, but guess what? It's perfect. It's perfect for him. It's going to be a really fun year. Um, I'll be interested to see what the schedule looks like. I hope North Carolina is part of it. Wouldn't even that be if, fun? Even if Iowa doesn't get any, have any fans at Carver-Hawkeye Arena when they play, 
I hope it's part of it, or at uh, you know at at the old Dean Dome, whatever whatever it is. No, I, be fun. I was going to be at home. I think so. All right, time now for our Foundry last call, brought to you by the Foundry Distillery, where we are currently sitting. Uh, and enjoying this yeah, I don't week's remember, uh, yeah, I don't remember uh, last call is brought to you by the Butcher Block Vodka. Yeah, which I'm finishing up now, which is my second libation, which is good because I need to go home because if I had more. Well, anyway, well yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you'll make it. So oh. the last call this week is I'm looking over certain aspects. West Virginia plus two and a half over Baylor at home. Baylor beat up on a horrible Kansas team. Did it, Kansas ran the ball 42 times with their running back. He got 64 yards. Maybe we should try something else. Who's Texas had this week? TCU. I'm going with TCU. They're getting 12. I'm going with TCU. I watched Texas Tech. I know. And I'm like, I don't even understand how those guys are, I mean, how they're still up right. 56-56 at the end of regulation. All right, that's it. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us. We'll, join, uh, we'll be right back here next week on Thursday, 6 o'clock, at 1700 for the Hawkeye Hawkeye.